Hello beautiful people welcome back to the decaf show with Sid Mon and Key. Key is back. Yeah, Yay. I'm back. Okay so we have our first guest to our Friday talks rather second Richard Wilmore. Rich grew up in northern Wisconsin. He worked very hard at not being noticed in school but always wanted to be on camera. Rich wanted to be a talk show host since he was 12. It was first seeing Rosie O'Donnell's show in 1997 that sparked this love and he hasn't stopped since. He attended the University of Milwaukee for college which took him 5 years to get a theater degree because he was busy socializing. Not knowing how to become a host after college, Rich started hosting live trivia games in bars and restaurants around Milwaukee. Then it happened. He was asked to host his own show on Milwaukee Public Television in 2011. That show won an award. How cool is that? That is so cool. He began working with the Arts and Health non-profit Hearts Need Art, creative support for patients and caregivers. He works with adult patients, their loved ones and medical staff to bring moments of joy, creativity and self-expression through art, music and writing programs. So I'm uh, Sid, and I have two of my co-hosts, which is Mon and Ki. Hello, Chetana. Hello. Monal. How are you, Rich? I'm great. How is everyone else? We're all good. Good. Welcome to the Decap Show, Rich. So, Rich, how's your place? In the COVID and stuff. Um, you know, we're I'm in Texas, so things opened up pretty quickly here. I didn't rush out to do anything, but it's getting kind of back to normal. I'm excited that um live theater is coming back. That's what I've realized I've missed the most, and I just went to my first uh live performance a couple weeks ago and uh it was I didn't realize how much I missed it until I saw it again. and then i cried a little bit cuz i'm a baby um and so yeah it's it's slowly getting back to normal that is really that, that great. sounds great yeah. cuz in india it's still not normal and yeah we are basically basically still stuck in a home really so we do miss it a lot you know going out and stuff like that our country is expecting a third wave as well so we might just as well stay home for till the end of 2021 probably I know there's a new variant that they're talking about here and so everyone's kind of hesitant and not really sure what's about to happen if it's you know we're going to go back to how it was or I don't know people people here can be pretty um I don't know what the word is ignorant and uh you know if we pretend it's not happening then it's not happening so that's a little scary here but um you know we'll see what happens yeah it is very scary actually yeah. but yeah it's great that you know now you can at least go out and have some fun at least yes. for the next lockdown yeah i'm still like bringing my mask everywhere and you know some people are wearing them some people are not it's it's kind of a weird time but it's it's nice to be out i mean i was doing a lot of like hiking and walking and running outdoors last summer just to get out you know i was working from home and i needed to to um breathe a little but 
It's nice to go out and see other people now. Yeah. That's, that's really great. So, so back in the US, uh, you people are allowed to go without masks, right? Those who are completely vaccinated. Yes. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and I was lucky. I work for an arts, well, which is how I'm signed in here. I work for an arts and health nonprofit. Um, we go into hospitals. So I was lucky enough to get vaccinated quite early. Um, so I feel very lucky that I was able to do that. So speaking about that, how does it feel, you know, when you visit hospitals and like, you know, do shows in front of them and stuff? Well, yeah, it was kind of sad. What I do um, with the the nonprofit um hearts need art we go into hospitals and we work we work with adults their family members and medical staff and we do creative arts so we do live music we teach them music we do art classes we do writing workshops and you know it's for people who are stuck in hospitals and COVID happened and we got kicked out of hospitals because no one was allowed in and it was really really devastating because that's the time that we were needed the most is when people are, you know, completely isolated, not even able to leave their rooms, not able to have visitors. Um, and there are some hospitals around the United States and around the world who considered what we do essential. So their, their arts and health programs never left, but um, where we are, we were, we were kicked out of the hospitals. So we did a lot of virtual stuff. We took some time to do, to build a virtual program. And we've been doing that um, with, with um, hospitals around the United States. Um, and we just recently started going back in hospitals and it's like, we're starting all over again. They're all new staff members, but the staff members that were there, we walk in and they're crying now because they missed us so much. And, you know, it's a, it's a huge part of helping not only them personally, but it helps their jobs. When you get people who are engaged and creative and expressing themselves, it makes for a better hospital stay. So they're not as as angry. They're more compliant with the with the nursing staff. They're more eager to you know get up and get out of there as opposed to just laying in a bed staring at a TV all day. That, that sounds that, interesting. interesting, actually. Yeah, that's uh, it's a really uh, cool program. Yeah, such uh, such a helpless situation. You no, know? we all needed uh, each other in some way, but we're still isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's been i mean you know like when the pandemic first happened you saw all the videos of people out on their balconies singing with their neighbors and and you could go online and people were just giving away their art videos and all of you know live music performances and we turn to the arts as as an entire world everybody turns to the arts when something catastrophic happens and um, you saw that during the pandemic, everyone went to the arts. And I hope that as we do go back to normal or whatever normal is going to be, that we remember that yeah. the arts are vital to to us staying alive and being healthy people. Through that. So Rich, how do you continue to learn in order to stay on top of things with your role? My role at Hearts Need Art? Or uh, my, yeah, uh, my role on the podcast. show? So for my show, the Richard Wilmore show, um, I actually stopped, you know, my, my show is all entertainment based. So we weren't doing any, any entertainment. There were no movies being made or, or tours of musical artists. So I actually stopped mine 
um, for a few months. And then it seemed like in the fall of last year that people kind of started to release new music or, you know, a lot of people wrote books during the pandemic. So I started doing my show virtually, um, uh, filming it and doing it live virtually. And um, we did that up until from September or the fourth season was September through June. Um, and we are now right now in the middle of building a new set and we're going to go back in person. So we're in a studio and we'll have a studio audience and we'll have live performances and in-person interviews. Um, so that's been, that's really exciting. It's kind of going back to how my show was supposed to be, which is very interactive and, and um, entertaining. That is, I mean, it sounds so cool. Like no matter, uh, even when you did the show virtually, I'm, I do feel that it won't feel the same because offline is like so much better than online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. I've never done it. I've done virtual interviews before, but I've never done it all completely virtual. And there's so much you can't do if you're not sitting next to someone or having audience members that you can play games with or, you know, I'm, I'm so excited for this new season. Now that you stayed back at home for more than a year, uh, do you feel like it would be weird to interact with people in person again, to do your show in live, uh, not in Zoom anymore? Mm, that's a good question. I think, I think it is weird. Like even when I go out now to different things, and you go up to someone and you know, can I hug you? Can I like? You're not even sure. What, you know, because you don't want to offend anybody. So you don't want to get you don't want to hug someone if they're, you know, still not okay with being that close to people. So I think it is going to be interesting. But I have had guests already reach out to me to be booked on the show for this season. So I think there's that need for people to to be that close to other people again like we're not meant to be isolated like we have been so i think people are craving that right now i agree to that what do you think is the biggest challenge with your specific role right now um i would say what is my biggest challenge mm, i would say really getting what I've learned over the pandemic is, is promotion. You know, you're not out, you're not able, what, how can you promote yourself from without leaving your home? And that's been a challenge for me is, you know, that's why I started reaching out to different podcasts like yours to, to come on and talk to, because otherwise I would just have you on my show, you know, like I would have people on my show and that's kind of how it would work. But um, I think the publicity part of it and getting, it out there you can only throw your flyer of a show you have on your facebook so many times before your friends are sick of looking at it so um you know finding new and innovative ways to get whatever project you're working on out there i think is a challenge right now that is true i mean you know promotion has become a challenge than you know your show or the recording and stuff because even we felt that somewhere mm -hmm. even though we just started we do feel that, you know, promotion, doing it online is a bit of a challenge. Yeah, because you don't, I mean, there are only so many places you can, you can promote, promote yourself. Yeah, and, and which is why I created sure my show. We're <laughs> not even it, sure if 100% people are going to see that or not, because they could just swipe down or miss it somehow. So, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's I think it's you have to and and I'm the person who like doesn't want to shove it in your face all the time that, you know, something's happening. So I there, you know, I've I see people that are constantly promoting whatever they have and and then they get great turnouts. But I have that like I don't want to annoy people. I'm constantly, you know, I have a show, I have a show, watch my show. Like that gets, to me, that that gets overwhelming. (laughs) We feel that too, but you know, max one or two, and then we are like, okay, no, now people might get (laughs) annoyed. Right. Yeah. And I think it's, I don't know how you guys have been uh, with your guests promoting, but I always find it interesting that people come on my show and they get really excited that they're on and they tell me how much fun they had. And then the episode comes out and then there's like crickets and the guests aren't even promoting it. I don't know if you guys have that, have had that problem yet or not, but I always think that's so interesting. I have to be honest we, uh, we, you are our first guest. So we need to get it after you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I, have to, I have to set the standard. I will make sure to promote it every time you post about it. Yeah. yeah. So you're really humble to us, and we uh, we are enjoying it actually. Good. We it's actually fun. It's fun to get to. Sorry, sorry. No, go go for yeah. it. Yeah, we actually started this show because of pandemic. Uh, just recently, mm-hmm. I don't think we would have ever started if you know this pandemic didn't exist. Yeah, it's a it's a great way. I've loved it doing virtual because you get to meet people that aren't in the city you're in or that are able to drive to you. Like I've been able to talk to people from all over because it's virtual. And I, I do love that you're able to connect with people that way. That is so true. Because uh, even yesterday, I was in a show with someone who's not from India. And we were talking mm-hmm. about the same that, you know, because it's virtual, we are able to connect from different countries. And yeah. you know, if I happen to visit your place, I can just be like, hey, Rich, I'm in your place. And just- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can crash on my couch and then you can actually come to my show. It'll be fun. <laughs> okay, we'll do that soon. <laughs> you tell me when you're coming and I'll make room. Definitely. Yeah. Likewise, when you, whenever you visit India, yes. let us know. We're going to be at the airport picking you up. That's good. We'll do a crossover episode. Now yeah. that you love art, uh, there's a lot to explore in India when it comes to art. Are you and you'll you'll all take me on a tour? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we three are actually from different places. I mean, not yeah. really different places, but you know, our background Texas. is actually a bit different. Are you all located like in the same area? Same area, you... but a bit yeah. far. Not really far, but around what ten miles or something. Just we live in the same state, though. We live in the same state, but uh, we're like 10 to 20 minutes apart from each other. Gotcha. But you've all been like friends and then you were yeah, like, you were like, got it. That's got so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, actually, uh, because, because of the lockdown, we're not able to meet. So, you know, because of this podcast, we're able to talk. That's, yeah, that's the, cool. the next best thing next if you can't hang out. can't hang out. You guys should definitely check out Richard Wilmore show. It's the Richard Wilmore show. How do you like?
to explore more of it? Do you want your non-profit to grow more uh, just in the U.S. or uh, in many other states as well, many other countries as well? Oh, sure. So, so the arts and the health field is actually, or arts and health is actually, a, is more popular around the world than it is in the United States. Um, so the United States has to get on board at some point. So our goal at, at Hearts Need Art is to have everyone have access to the creative arts while they're in the hospital stay. And it's not even necessarily just in the hospital. Like, you know, it's in your everyday in and out of the hospital. Um, the arts have a lot of of documented proof that they benefit your health and can and um, and are able to sort of help you relax and de-stress, and which you know stress and all of that causes different things. Um, so it's really something you should be engaging in even before you're in the hospital. You know, a lot of times we wait until until the point of crisis. But if imagine what we did if we were all engaging in the arts in everyday situation. So that's kind of the goal with Hearts Need Art is to, is to advocate, and that's why we started the podcast, Arts for the Health of It, um, is, to, is to talk about it and to talk about the importance of the arts. And it's not even just doing the arts. It's not, you know, you have to write music or paint. It's also engaging in them, just going to museums, just going, you know, to art galleries, um, to, to live theater is beneficial to your health. So that's kind of the goal of of um the podcast and the nonprofit. That's great. I, mean, I really like the idea behind it actually. So I was listening to the podcast some uh weeks back and I stumbled upon this episode uh where you talk about music movement and health with Frankie Armstrong. Oh yes, Frankie. She's yeah, did yeah. you watch it or did you listen to it? I listened to it in Spotify. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, I'm really curious. Do you have a passion for music? What's your favorite genre? So? Mm, music for me, it depends on my mood. So I love, um, I'll go to concerts with people I don't even know just to see people perform like that and, and, and be around that type of energy in a concert hall. Um, but what I listen to really depends on how I'm feeling. So I listen to everything. What I really don't like is um, like super twangy old country music. <laughs> do, do you like instrumentals? Because I am mm-hmm. an instrumental musician. I do oh, really? instrumental and stuff. I'm, I'm a guitarist, fingerstyle guitarist. And oh, cool. So. Oh, yeah. I've seen, yes, duh, I've seen your uh, Instagram. <laughs> um, I knew that. Um, yeah i love like i listen to music during work i listen to music it's like the first thing i do when i wake up is turn music on music is the best part of my day i mean yeah without music yeah. i don't think the past is a single day or something i mean no it, it's, it's basically day. without art actually yeah yeah, yeah. exactly well so it, i guess it's morning right now there so how how what is your daily routine you know? Oh gosh, that all depends. Uh, it starts with coffee and music. Nothing happens without coffee. Um, and You're a coffee person. I am a coffee person. I've been a coffee person since I was like 10 years old. Um, wow. 
Yeah. So I, I drink coffee and then I start my day. So it all depends. I start with emails or I'm creating graphics or I'm updating a website or I'm in a hospital working with patients or I'm recently in the studio, you know, building the new set and designing that. I'm booking guests for my show, for the Arts for the Health of It podcast. It all kind of depends. I do a lot of random weird things you know I, mm -hmm. I work for the nonprofit. i do my show the richard wilmore show i run social media accounts for small businesses i work with a couple i work with another nonprofit and help them with their podcast so i produce and direct that um my my daily life is very creative i get to make my living being creative and i, I feel very fortunate to be able to do that that's pretty busy schedule. Do you enjoy it? I yes, I do enjoy it. I have four different calendars, um, paper and electronic, to keep track of everything. But I do like it. I get to bounce. You know, if I get bored with one project, I just work on another, and um, it's a lot, but it's fun for the most part. Like, so I do enjoy it. Trust me, uh, I would like a schedule like that because you know, uh, for the past few months, I've been doing stuff like that. I don't just sit, you know for like one project i try to do something else like uh let's say i did music but then i wanted to do something outside music and that's how podcast came and that's how i talked to my people and then they, they also agreed so we started a podcast and then you know i wanted to do something regarding cricket so we started a cricket page as well where we, where we could share our insights so you know i uh like when i heard you saying that you don't stick to a project and you love love to be creative i actually like that because you know i i would really want something like that in few months yeah, it's, it's really you know before the pandemic i was actually like going different places to do all of it and that was kind of fun too because you get a little break to drive in the car for 20 minutes mm -hmm. and kind of relax but it's it's um Sometimes I, you know, I work a lot and then sometimes I have to sit back and be like, yeah, but like my job is sitting in a hospital listening to live music or sitting in an art class painting or I get to talk, I get to sit down and talk to someone about the book they've just written. Like, it's not a bad life, hmm. you know? <laughs> so I, I, and I know like, and my bills are paid. So I feel very fortunate that I get to really essentially just like play with people. That's my job is to just hang out with people. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rich. So my question was like, if you have any negative critics, how do you handle them? Hmm. You know what? I take, it depends. So I'm trying to, it depends. I, I love when people give me ideas or, you know, criticism is also a part of being creative and you can't just have yes people around you and people who agree that everything you're doing is great. So I, um, it, my thing is, as long as it comes and I, I try to do this to people, as long as it comes from a place of either concern or love, um, I think it's okay. It's when you're just like being negative to be negative, then I'm not going to take that. But if you come to me and you know, if you saw something on my show that wasn't great, chances are I'll probably agree with you, but <laughs> it's a live show. So whatever happens, happens. Um, so I, I love it because it's a way to grow. And I try with every episode of the Richard Wilmore show, I try to upgrade one part of it. So every show is better than the last. 
that's that's my goal for every show so here you do a pretty good job uh, i suppose people really like you um i mean i i i'm sure i have some enemies out there maybe but i'm not <laughs> going to like i try to hang out with the people who want to hang out with me you know Uh, yeah. Have you ever had uh, uh, comments that you took very personally sometimes that doesn't align with your thoughts, or or you just basically take anything that comes on your way as constructive criticism? Are you um, just? I don't think I've really had anything said that was like super awful to. Me, I did have someone recently just say, "Hey, I I was just watching, like I just started watching your show on YouTube, and um, I think it's I think you're a really good host and it's really good, but you know I just didn't really like that entire season that I was watching, and I was like, okay, that's <laughs> like, like no one's making you like, okay, cool, and you know, like I'm not saying that every show I've done was good, and there are shows that I have filmed that I never aired because they were so awful, um, but." You know that's part of the try to get better every time you do it, yeah. and not be complacent with where you're at, and just like you know my the my phrase that I hate the most is we've always done it that way. Like I hate when people say that, where <laughs> I'm used to innovating and you know making changes. So I'm I'm you know tell me what you don't like about it, and I'll see if I don't like it too. <laughs> then we'll change it. Yeah. Yeah right. So on that note, Rich, uh, who inspires you, and in what ways? Like what? Who keeps you going? And mm. I love being around creative people. Like there's, I will you know have meetings, and I'll go out to coffee with other creators, and that to me, like just that brainstorming, masterminding. Like I love being around people who are doing what they love. That's a really something that gets me excited to then go back and work and to make what I do better because there are people out there who are hitting it out of the ballpark and doing amazing things, and those people are the ones that inspire me. That's good. That's good. Um, uh, so, if you want to meet someone uh, in the past or uh, some famous or influential people. Uh, say Michael Jackson, for example, or someone mm-hmm. like that, um, to have a nice meal and talk to them or have a cup of coffee. Who would it be, and what would you talk to them? Do they have to be dead? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, not really. Generally, oh, okay. in the past, or someone in the present, as well. Uh, it's always. So my show is a ripoff. My the Richard Wilmer show is a complete ripoff of the 1990s American talk show, The Rosie O'Donnell Show. Um. Who is? She's a comedian and an actress, and um, it was just an hour of fun. And I remember being a kid and seeing a rerun of her show and being like, "That's what I want to do. Like, I want to make people feel as great as she's making me feel." So I would love to sit down with her um, and just really talk about how that entire show, like, beginning. I want to know every behind the scenes thing that happened to make that show work as well as it did, because it was like. Here in the states, it was like Oprah Winfrey as a talk show host was like it, and then, or like, right below her, and sometimes often above her was Rosie O'Donnell, and I just like, and she was so young. Like now that I'm, she was in her early thirties, 
with this making a gazillion dollars and millions of people were tuning in and doing anything she said. And I can't imagine having that much energy coming at you, that much pressure and and fame at 30 at some years old. That just seems wild to me. Like, uh, you know, being that young and passing out positivity and helping out people, inspiring so many of them. That's really great. And being responsible. Yeah, Yeah. and being responsible. I mean, she ran that show. She was the executive producer of that show. So she was responsible for hundreds of people's jobs. And if she failed, you know, she wasn't just responsible for herself. She was in charge of a lot of people at such a young age. And I just... You know, like everything that's going on, like with Britney Spears right now, like all of that, her craziness. I don't know if you guys are hearing about any of that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, she's a young, she's a young person and she was a young person when she became super famous and no one's there to help you navigate that. And there were only people who wanted, who were making money off of her. So they're going to say yes to everything. And I feel like. Britney was one of those people who never had no people around her and they always had yes because everyone was making money off of her and now she's in this huge mess you know like there's just the whole psychology around fame so quickly at such a young age and no one to help you deal with that and to navigate that world when you're not prepared for it is very scary yeah uh, now she's fighting for her own conservatorship yeah yeah i mean can you imagine I know it just is crazy to me. So, I think that's who I would talk to. I would talk to Rosie O'Donnell if she were ever to come on my show. I think that that would be the last show I would ever do, and because that would be like that would be it. That would be it for me. I'm pretty sure you'll get her one day. Show one day. Yeah. That's my. I'm gonna just put it out there that one day she will see me. She does follow me on Twitter. That is so cool. It's wow, wow, that's great. Only a matter of time. Yeah, it's really amazing. That happens, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, what would you say to your younger self? Let's say around eighteen-year-old, Rich. Mm. So, what what would be your, you know, advice to yourself, younger self? I think it's still the advice that I give myself that I don't always follow, but don't be afraid. I was like, I I grew up very. We were. Well, there were a lot of medical issues in my family. We didn't have a lot of money. We lived with my grandparents for a while while my parents were at hospitals. So we were in and out of our home and hospitals and my grandparents' home. And I think I grew up a very, like, scared kid mm-hmm. and um, scared of rejection and scared of, you know, losing people. And, and I still struggle with that. So I think that would be my advice. And because I'm getting better at it. So that would be my advice to my younger self is stop being so afraid of everything. And and that, you know, no, the word no is also just as important as the word yes. And you can learn a lot from no. And sometimes it's important to say no. You don't have to say yes to everything. That is correct. And Sorry to hear that you had a traumatic childhood. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not, well, thank you. Um, but, you know, I'm not the only one that, I, I wouldn't be here talking to you all if I didn't have that story, you know? Like, I think it makes it as crappy and bad as it is if, if you're able to live through it and learn from it. As long as you're learning, I feel like it's okay. Yeah, I think that's 
and I've learned a lot. So, That's you know, crazy. I don't. I mean, I'm hundred percent sure that you're so proud of yourself because you've done a lot from you know a kid to now till now. Like whatever you have achieved, I guess uh, you have worked in a show that has won award in twenty. Yes, I did. I did. Yeah, I did. I was asked um, to host a show similar to the one I'm uh, the, the one I do now. Um, like 10 years ago mm-hmm. and it did end up winning an award uh as like the favorite tv show or whatever it was um so that was pretty cool there are a lot of little moments in my life and in my like talk show career that i kind of forget happen and they're they're pretty you know i've been i've had my own show at a theater you know my name was up there and not a lot of people get to do that but um So, yeah, a lot of cool things have happened. I feel very lucky. That's great. So, uh, well, our listeners might, you know, be interested in the same field, say host. So, what would be mm-hmm. your advice? I think what I saw at the beginning of the pandemic with a lot of my creative friends was that they started doing show like Facebook live shows or their own little like podcasts and they didn't last long. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think people got bored with them, but you really For me it was like a passion. It was it was I knew at 12 years old that's what I needed to do. And so, you know, and it's taken a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of energy, a lot of money, um but it's what I know I need to do. So I'm doing whatever I have to do to make it happen. Cool. Uh, that inspires us actually because uh, because of the pandemic uh is why we began the decaf show mm-hmm. uh we we three are uh, nearing our 20s uh and we hope to continue and live to our passion and do this podcast and meet new people uh one way that this pandemic really helped us and that is how we contacted you as well um and you inspired us you inspire us to stay hold to it that's really nice Yeah, I mean don't do it cuz you're bored cuz otherwise you're going to get bored with it. You know, if you're if you're starting it because you're bored, you're going to get bored doing the show. And my rule for myself is I don't have really necessarily like planned out like a season, but I go until it's too much work, until I get burnt out and then I take a break. And then in a couple months I get the itch of like I need to go back, I need I miss it. So, um that's the other like advice i would like unless you're making a ton of money doing whatever you're doing it's not worth the headache and the stress because you're not getting anything out of it so you got to get something out of it otherwise what's the point that's great. i mean i would do what i love you know even if i don't get a lot from it but i would mm-hmm. do something i don't like even if i get a lot from it Yeah. Yeah, I don't mean like just money. Like money is obviously not the motivating factor. I make $0 on my show, mm-hmm. but I get so much joy from it. And so when it becomes not joyful for me and too much work and oh, I have to, you know, like I have to prepare for that show or I really would rather sleep in, then I go, "Okay, we'll take a break." Like you're allowed a vacation and you're allowed to take a break. And um and so I do. So Yeah, I didn't mean that like only if you're getting paid is when you should do something because I do a lot of things for free. So basically this is just this or that you just have to choose something. So yeah, first is 
do you watch movies or would you go with series Did you say movies or TV? Yeah. Um I do t- I watch more TV shows because I it's hard for me to sit in silence for 2 hours watching a movie and so for TV shows you can take a break, you can go to the bathroom, you can get some food, you can make some coffee, you can like breathe, you know? So I would say yeah. TV shows. What's your favorite TV show? What are you watching currently? Um I don't I watch a lot of like old stuff just over and over again thanks to Hulu and Netflix. So I I run through all of the Golden Girls episodes and then I'll start on like another show and watch it and then I just keep repeating the same shows over and over. And I watch a lot of um stand-up comedy specials on like Amazon Prime. Uh I watch a lot of those. What one show do you recommend us? Uh really feel like we all need to give it a watch. I mean I think everyone should watch the Richard Wilmore show. <laughs> That's the show I think everyone should be tuning into. We'll sure do that and we'll also convey that to our audience. I mean the content. So well uh dogs or cats? Uh, um I've had both. I currently am a, an owner of two cats. Uh I think they're both I don't know if I could choose because they oh. both have like different things that are attractive to me like cat I don't know I, I don't know if I have an answer to that I would say I because I've had both and I've had both at the same time and they both drive me insane when they're doing something wrong but then they can also both be very cuddly and cute and I can enjoy them so I don't know I don't think I have an answer That's okay That's okay <laughs> Oh, pasta or pizza, Rich? Oh, oh gosh. Um, pizza. <laughs> I can eat pizza every day. Every day. I love a good pizza, too. Yes. Netflix or YouTube? <laughs> Netflix or YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just asked this question last night. We were, I was, we were... went to watch something on YouTube and someone said to me oh have you ever watched like that movie or whatever on YouTube and I didn't even know you could do that so apparently I'm old and I didn't I don't really use YouTube except for like music videos so I would say Netflix okay so uh, out of three of us uh, I don't think we do calls much what about you phone calls or texts Mm, that depends. I'm a texter. I text a lot, but there are certain people that I like to talk to on the phone. But I'm also that's not even true. I would rather like FaceTime someone or like video chat them because I like to see people. Okay. Uh while walking do you like, you know, listen to music or podcasts? Yes. There's always music playing always. There was music playing right up until I jumped on this phone call or on this call. <laughs> always music. Okay, beach or mountain beach? <sighs> I'm going to say the beach. I was just in Florida um at my brother's house and his girlfriend's house and they live across the street from the ocean. And so every morning we would get up and we would walk the beach and it was the perfect way to start any day. beach is the best that's good what was that i was just saying beach is the best 
I mean, I would choose Phoenix. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, the mountains are beautiful and... Yeah, they are, but, but you, I don't, know, you don't get the vibe, beach vibe. Exactly. <laughs> the, oh, the beach. <laughs> and to me, like, the beach is, like, then sun and bright and warm and I love it. So, uh, movie night or party night? Mm. I do love a good game night. I love having people over. I love playing board games and card games. So I would say probably that over movies because I don't really watch movies. Okay. Movies means like I'm probably going to fall asleep is usually what that means. (laughs) So your favorite season, winter, summer, or summer, summer, summer. Yep. Knew that answer. Yeah. When you picked up beach. We figured it out. I figured it out. Big parties or small gatherings? Um, I like, that depends. I like, I'm not really great at, um, I know this is supposed to be just this or that, and then I have 20 minute explanations for everything. So maybe I should just. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Okay. I don't like being part of big crowds. So I don't like to be in the crowd. If I were at a big event and I was hosting it, I'd be okay. But I don't like being parts of crowds because I don't like, there's just too many people. So I like small gatherings of the people I know for game night. That's what I love. Well, last walking one. Working alone or walking with yeah. the team? Working alone or in a group? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um... <sighs> I would say I like the collaborative, like let's work in a group and do something really, like come up with something creative. And yeah, I would say group. I'm going to say group. That's right. I I have one final question. Okay. Um, Do you read books? I do read books. Okay. I I love audiobooks. I mean I read books as well, but I love audiobooks because you can do them on like while you're moving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you listening to? Um probably one of my favorite books of all time is called A Long Way Down by Nick Hornby. I can read that book over and over again. It's a really good story. I think it was made into a movie that was not a good movie. Um okay. But the um, book is really the good. Again? A Long Way Down by Nick Hornby. Okay. I'll, sh- I'll take that out. It's a really good. Way. Yeah. It's kind of like a sad, depressing premise, but the story is really well written. Um, he has a ton of great books, but um, I really love that one. Okay. I- I'll take that out. I really like reading books. Okay, good. Let me know what you think of it. Don't don't watch the movie though. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. Okay, I I'd rather read the book first. Good. Well, Rita, I guess that's it for today. Cool. Uh, this was fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, and congratulations on your show. I'm excited to see how how your show develops and how you guys all come together and and uh, how it evolves. I'm excited. I'm. I'm I'm happy to be the first guest. We, we are happy to have you as a first guest and you really did inspire us and give, gave us more insights which we'll take note of. 
Yeah. If you you know where to reach me if you have any yes, questions yes, about yes. anything. I don't know all the answers, but I might be able to help. I do have a lot of questions which I'll be asking. Well, email them to me and we'll <laughs> maybe we can do an entire we'll do a joint podcast of like podcast questions. Oh, yeah. So for other people so they can like so we can all learn from each other. That's a brilliant idea. You guys should definitely check out the Richard Wilmore show. it is really great and i guess a fourth season is starting now fourth right? fifth season fifth, starts fifth, the end of august yeah. fifth yeah sorry right yeah the fifth season is it's starting right. soon you guys should definitely check it out so yes and week. i also recommend you guys to check out the arts for health of it podcast mm. i really enjoy that one thank you to be honest it's i actually a, you know uh, started applying for the form until i realized that i don't live in that country <laughs> I'm a musician and uh, I actually wanted to do something like that but I I, I actually started filling that form you know I thought huh? it, it could get like do something with the hospitals nearby but then yeah, yeah. when I saw the country I was like oh god I can't do it yeah it's I mean you should just look up like arts and health wherever you're at and I bet there is it's all over the world and there's probably some sort of place that you can do it near you and if not start it mm-hmm. volunteer at a hospital to go in and and do it mm-hmm. it'll change your life i do want to try it you know just go and uh play or teach do my part just do my part and i do yeah, i do, I do love it when i checked out the website i you know read more about it i love the entire idea and yeah i i will definitely check it out once it's available yeah. in my place good good <laughs> cool rich uh, so yeah thank you for joining us we hope thank you we connect soon and and do let us know when you you know visit india what's <laughs> <laughs> plan a trip <laughs> sure. yeah. cool okay. it's almost sleeping time here yet we really <laughs> had a good time thank oh, you so much go to bed what time is it there it's 11 p.m oh yes good night <laughs> Good morning for you then. Talk to you soon. All right, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. Bye. 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 So that's it for today, guys. We had so much fun recording this episode with Rich. Check out his podcast, The Richard Wilmore Show, available on every streaming platform. Catch you on the flip side. Bye.